Welcome to the Fused Fitness Formula, where we share information and motivation from people just like you, our coaches, and medical and fitness professionals, so that you can have all the tools you need to create healthy habits that fit into your lifestyle and set you up for success. What's going on, FitFam? Welcome back to another episode of the Fused Fitness Formula podcast. It's Sarah here, and I'm here with Alina today. What's up, guys? And we're going to talk today um, a quick episode, just some quick and dirty organizational tips on um, our like top, like our number one basically tool and piece of advice um, for getting organized and feeling like you have your shit together. Um, and September was like, I know we talked about before September started, we're like, that month is kind of about like, you know, getting your stuff together, getting back on track, getting organized. How would you say that you feel like you've been doing that so far this month now that it's the 18th of September? Um, I definitely started out the month strong with that mindset and mentality. And, uh, you know, when like you just, you are, you have every intention and Mm -hmm. shit just gets thrown at you and you kind of lose that. So I don't feel as uh, confident or strong about my attempt in the beginning of the month, but every day is a new day. So it's just about trying to get focused some days, definitely more successful in my organization tactics than others. And then Mm -hmm. some days I'm still just kind of, you know, riding the wave of the shit gets, that gets thrown at me. Um, But the tips that we have are really helpful. And so, you know, I think the, the main thing to think about is like the level of consistency. Like if you're doing these things four out of seven days and that's the majority, like that's a win, you know? Yes. I love you, Sarah. How's your week been going? Yeah, it's um, a good perspective. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. I um, I think that there are bright spots and not so bright spots in terms of being organized and not feeling overwhelmed. But I think there's still like um, like a vibe. And and I know like uh, like I my mom's a teacher. We work with a lot of teachers. You know, pe- like people going back to their offices for working. Parents like there's a lot of stuff that's kind of in flux now that September has come. So like it feels like it's almost harder to get back on track this year than last year to me. Um, you know, like it's, there's the COVID is still a thing and like, you know, like gyms kind of reopening now, like it's, there's so many like just gray areas that's, it does make it hard. And like, in some ways that can be used as an excuse. I understand that, but like, I do feel like there's a lot of balls in the air. Um, and that does make it a little bit more difficult to feel like on track and organized. I don't know if you feel that a little bit too. Yeah, I think it could be a little bit of a collective thing as well. That's a good point. And um, just feeling like, like you really, and I've actually had that conversation with teachers that, that come to use and that we work with um, the same idea of like, just like when you feel like you have control over one thing for X amount of years, you know, and then all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. like you don't have necessarily control over everything. It can definitely throw off your intentions too, because it's just like, even if you do have the answers or the strategy to follow through with, it doesn't mean that you're going to, because there's a lot of other distractions out there. And, and right now this year, it's, it's definitely on a larger scale than just oneself. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of like collective adapting and changing that's happening. Um, so let's, yeah. let's get right into it here. Um, give me 
one of your like number one tips for, for being organized? So for me to be organized, one of the, the biggest things that I like to do, because for me, organization is so important, especially when I'm feeling like I have a bajillion thoughts going on in my head. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do is set like five minutes aside or maybe longer if I need it, but at least five where I take a piece of paper out and I just write down everything that is coming to mind with all the stuff that I have to do. And usually like it'll be a combination of like little smaller tasks that I just don't want to forget or larger tasks that, um, you know, are important to get done for the week or like weekly tasks that I end up forgetting that are routine because I'm so in the day-to-day tasks that um, I forget about like what, like bigger projects, I'm sorry, bigger mm-hmm. projects and day-to-day tasks that I forget about what gets done on a weekly basis. So uh, this exercise is actually taught to me by a mentor that I had and it is called brain dumping. So just setting aside five minutes to jot down what it is that's on your mind. Um, thank you, Vince, for that huge, huge skill tactic, whatever. It's not a skill. It's a tactic. The skill is actually sitting down and freaking doing it. Discipline. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, really a super valuable tactic that I've gotten and, and that I use and implement over the last six months to a year and that's really helpful and then from there what I do with my brain dump after I take a big dump um is I will (laughs) the bigger the better I will fill in my calendar with with what I wrote down and that's how I'll like okay like this is related to this so I'll kind of like start grouping them together and like organize it that way so I'll look at my planner and I'll time block to the best of my ability so that I'm wearing like one hat at a time um, it can be challenging for sure sometimes just based on like my coaching schedule as well, but I'll try to do that where I, I group the tasks together, like what it is going to, wh- how I'm going to have to do it. And then mm-hmm. I'll put it into my calendar that way. I like that. I really like the idea. I've done, I've done brain dumps myself. Um, and they are very satisfying and like, it just yeah, makes you feel you like, feel? yeah, yeah. Um, you're like, you're literally <laughs> like emptying your mind, um, which then, you know, creates space for you to have hopefully like a little bit more, you know, just like calm and feeling a little bit more collected once, you, once you get it out there. Um, so do you keep all of your, like, do you use one central location, like one calendar or planner for like everything you do like for work? That's a really good question. So I, what, and Okay, so what I noticed about myself is that, like, I would try to put some things on my phone, and then I would put some things in a planner, and then I would be, like, like all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. if I was making an appointment at the doctor and whatever, like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And then I'd look at my calendar, like, I can't fucking do that that day. So what I started doing, my system now is, like, tasks, my tasks go into my planner. And then, like, sometimes I'll write appointments in there, too, but appointments always no matter what 100 percent, go into my gcal on my phone okay i like, so that. like meetings and appointments go into gcal so that i get a reminder and they're there and then yeah. task related stuff will go into my planner good so then you have a system are you looking at your planner like every day like do you look at it the night before how do you how does that work for you so this is a great question too so before covid I was definitely better at this too. You know, like it's definitely throwing off routines for many people. 
um, where I would look at it the night before and I would specify the task that the number one task that I needed to do the following day to make me feel good about my day. Because that's the other thing. When you brain dump and you're writing like little things on there as opposed to like big task related stuff, it can feel like very overwhelming that you want to get everything done. And then sometimes what happens is we allow the smaller stuff to get in the way of the larger stuff because it feels like, okay, if I get this, like this cross off my list and this, it feels better. But the reality is that like, if it's a big task that needs to be done and chunked down, that's going to feel better in the long run and not like, Oh, should I have more tiny stuff to add to my to-do list and still this big overbearing task that I haven't touched yet. So yeah. I was to answer your question, looking the night before part of my nightly like wind down routine would be to specify the number one thing I had to do. So it was fresh in my mind when I woke up, not like, Oh, let me just carry out my day. And then halfway through be like, Oh shit, I didn't do the one thing that I really wanted to do today. Mm-hmm. Have not been a challenge with it lately, truthfully, but overall that is, um, that's like my go-to. So I will still do that from time to time, but it's not what I'm doing all the time. I like that. I think that's definitely like a, a good, very simple strategy to just like basically establish for yourself, either like written or in your mind, like, okay, what is the one thing I need to get done tomorrow? Cause then you have like a, a focal point for your day, for your work day. Yeah. And it's like, also you mentioned earlier too, like bright spots and not so bright spots. Like when you hit that one thing, it feels so much better that you got it done instead of like going to sleep at night anxious that you didn't do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's good. So you, yeah, you're pretty organized. I like that. Are you still using your full focus planner? No. So I stopped using the full focus. I went to the productivity planner and <laughs> then I went to, so I actually, a couple of years ago, I got the, I had the passion planner for mm. two years, two consecutive years. Um, and then Joe ended up, my boyfriend ended up getting the passion planner um, this past January. And like I had FOMO and he was totally loving it. So <laughs> I ended up getting it mid year cause I was using the productivity planner, but I will say like all of those planners are all great for certain elements. And then it's really just like taking the things that you like about it. Like the productivity planner really taught me um, that whole, like what's the most important thing you have to do to, to feel good about your day um, and focusing on that. And then the other things follow Mm -hmm. also how to chunk things down. So when I'm feeling super overwhelmed, I'll go back to the Pomodoro method that, is basically like the focal point of the productivity planner besides like getting that number one task. And it also helped me to structure my system so that appointments go into my GCAL tasks, go into my planner. So that was helpful too. And the full focus planner is good. I think for me in general, that was a very overwhelming planner. Um, I'm sure for some people it would work really well, but it was just like too specific. And I'm a very like spontaneous person. So it was like, missing the mark for me, like somewhere. Um, the passion planner is good and I do like it cause it breaks everything down by hour. Um, and what I really like about it are the monthly check-ins because it's just a good reflection. So like Joe and I are like such little nerds. What we'll do every month is <laughs> we like plan a date and we go through our, our passion planner and we answer the questions, we share them with each other and then we come up with some new goals for the month. So that's cool. I like that. And I, you guys have like a really nice just like support system in each other of like, I feel like keeping each other pretty in check in that way. Um, and, and I like how you're like giving some information about these planners because it's all stuff I've used the full focus to it. 
I got really into it. And then it, same thing, like it really overwhelmed me. And I'm the type of person that like, if I can't really do like everything that that thing is asking me, I get, I like shut down and I'm like, oh man, like I, I kind of failed. And I, I look at those tools. There are so many out there. And like, I think they can be like super, super useful, but I look at them just like, um, you know, like just like if you have a perfect nutrition or training plan, it's like, it could be the best thing on paper, but if you can't follow it, like if you can't actually implement the things that it's asking of you then like kind of what's the point like I like that you're saying you take little pieces bits and pieces from each to like keep yourself inspired and you're like this worked for me from this um but you know like sometimes it's like okay this seems like a great thing that's I'm gonna get my life together I got this like dope planner and then like a week goes by two weeks go by and you start to fall off and you're like well this might not be the number one tool for me yeah for sure I think and it's important to just be to know what what's working for you because if it's not right like Mm -hmm. you use the full focus planner and then what you felt like you weren't being successful and then did you just give up of course not like what did you do from there yeah so it and like I've I've bought so many like I've I've tried like I said before I've tried to use physical planners for like for like years on and I have never successfully used one long term in my entire life which should have been information for me to know that like maybe I should stop buying them um, but you know how you, you're always like, oh, maybe this, maybe this time it'll work. Like, I'll just like be more on point. Um, but I finally, I mean, I guess it was a little bit of a waste of money because that's like an investment of a planner, but it worked for a little while. And then I was like, listen, like this is, this is it's too much. It's way, way overwhelming. Um, so let me like figure out a, a system that's going to work for me. And I'm someone who like, you know, I'll like take notes and stuff. Like I like just like little casual type planning things, but I figured out that I needed something digital. Like I, I like the idea of being able to go in and physically delete tasks that I've done. Um, and I like having all my things in like one central location. Um, it's sort of like you, like I actually, I use GCAL too. I use a combination of GCAL, but also um, a, a doc that I created. So it's basically, it's literally a table. It's a weekly calendar is what it is um, in a Google doc. Cause we use the, the Google platform to run the business Monday through Saturday, um, which are my working days. Each week I'll go in and I'll just like adjust the numbers for the week. So I can see like, this is, this is like the week in front of me. This is let's, let me look at my life a week at a time. Cause when I try to look too far out, if I look at like a monthly planner, that stresses me out. I'm not sure if that's something that you experience as well, but like sometimes just knowing, like thinking about things too far ahead, focusing on like 10 steps ahead can be super overwhelming. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a week. I have um, four, so like there's the, a, obviously a row of days and like obviously podcast probably not the best way to describe this, but I'll just go over it super quickly. I have four rows underneath the days of the week. Um, the first row is basically like everything happening in the AM on those days. Second row is essentially everything happening in the PM hours. Um, and then I have a row underneath where I will just plug in tasks that I have to do that day that I can then go in any race. And then I have a bottom row that's next week. So if something occurs to me that I really know I want to do or do so at some point in the month, I'll just throw it into the next week column or row. Cause I'll be like, Hey, like I'll think about this at another time, but I don't want to forget that I had this idea. But what I do first, I go into the first row and the second row, I'll put in all my appointments, like all, everything that's on the schedule, check-ins, coaching meetings, like Anytime that somebody is expecting you to be present with them, either virtually or physically, like that's on there. That's like the scaffolding of the week, you know, obviously, because like those are the easiest things to plug in, right? Things you know are happening every week at the same time. Then I have in a different color, I have um, all my tasks 
that happen on certain days. So it's, it's not like those tasks have to happen on those days, but this, these are the days that I schedule them. This is like a good workflow situation for me. I know on Mondays I'm doing, you know, these certain tasks on Thursdays and I'll put those into the AM or PM slots um, so that they're in there with the appointments. These things are, these are things that can happen at like, you know, any time really in that day, but they're happening on that day. And then the column underneath that, like I said, or the row underneath that, like I said before, is I'll just throw in, like, if I know I have to follow up with someone with an email, I need to, like, you know, do some sort of tasks, just floating tasks, get plugged in into the day. Um, and then as I do them, I just delete them. And it feels really good to be able to, to do that. And this is something that you can do physically. Like, you know, you can use a weekly planner. You can, you know, some people like that physical crossing off of things off their list. Like, I totally get that. Um, it's something that you could write out. But I really like the idea of having um, a, like a decent amount of structure because I, I think we all need a certain degree of structure, even if we say we don't. Like we, we need structure and we crave it, even if it's not what we think we're craving. When we feel disorganized, like you're, I think we all need a little bit of direction. But if things are too rigid for me, I just totally shut down. Um, like with the full focus planner where like I couldn't do it 100%. So I was like, I need to just not do this. Um, so I need to create like controlled flow in my day and I have enough space where I can do creative tasks. I can, I can like listen to the fact that, Oh, this morning I have some good ideas. I'm feeling like I want to do some writing. Like I, there's space in my schedule to be able to allow flow, but I also have a good scaffolding of structure. Like that's what I need is a combination of those two things. Yeah. So I actually, I really like that because I think it's, um, it's good to just jot down the things that come up, like you said, a floating schedule throughout the day instead of just catering to it right away because I feel like that can really cause distractions, right? So if they're trying to use a planner, stay organized, or just be scheduled and you get an email, we have this tendency to like answer those things right away when the reality is it can wait a little bit. And if you just have it on a list and you say maybe like five minutes every hour or like 10 minutes every hour, you're answering emails if you have them or taking a little break. Um it just basically sorts your day out better. Yeah, that's really true. And that's something that like I've definitely gotten better with is not like jumping from task to task because that just like that can be so exhausting. You know, it's like your work as it is is taking a lot out of you. But then like when you're constantly switching gears before you know it, you're like, wow, I'm like getting nothing done. Right. And then you feel like you're treading water versus feeling like accomplished. It's so true. Yeah. Being, being able to focus more. So, so like I said, like, I, I think it's, it's good to, to give yourself some good structure, but also like not be like emotionally attached to that structure where it's like, it's like debilitating for you to like not be a hundred percent on, um, give yourself some room to like, you know, have a little bit of flow in there where it's possible, obviously depending on your job and what's actually realistic for you, but you know, where you can work that in, I think it can be really helpful. And then in terms of like, like, you you have like your to-do tasks and you said it doesn't have to get done a certain day, but it could. Um, mm-hmm. How do you decide what gets done on what day? Um, that just took um, doing the same tasks now for like, you know, how, like maybe like over the past year, um, a little bit of trial and error because it. I, I think like we can't just magically know like I'm going to have you know, I'm like Tuesday's the best day for me to like do this content email. It's like th- that really isn't a thing. It's more just like, okay, let me feel out the week and try different things. And it took a little bit of practice. Like there are certain things I do on certain days now that I previously did not. Um, um, and that work better. Now I think like, you know, being a little bit flexible and malleable in terms of like, um, okay, I'm, 
I, I don't have to just commit to this happening on this day. Like if it could potentially feel better on another day, definitely time blocking, like you said before, you know, where you're really saying, okay, um, maybe the morning I have more creative energy. So I'm going to do the more creative tasks or, you know, maybe the evening, it, it, whatever, like you, you, just knowing yourself a little bit to know maybe the times of the day where you're more likely to be more successful at certain types of tasks, but then also saying, Hey, like I'm noticing that I'm doing this task on Wednesday and I'm super burnt out from like, you know, maybe, um, all these phone calls I have scheduled on Wednesday. And then by the time I get to do this thing at night, it doesn't make sense. So what, what if I scheduled it for Friday morning instead? And then, and then give that a try. And like I said, the, the way I have things now work pretty well for me, but that's because it took me you know, a few months to figure out what the good flow, what, what the perfect flow was, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Definitely trial and error. I think that's important to remember um, because if it doesn't work the first time, it doesn't mean it's not going to work at all. But I mean, yes. it's the same thing with your planner. Like you said, like it, yeah, it's good feedback for you to know, but there's that balance between, um, you know, like trying to do the same thing over and over again and expecting different results versus giving it a few tries to know it's not the right thing for you or mm-hmm. giving it a few tries to adapt to it and seeing how you can make something like that work for you. Yeah, absolutely. So if you, if, what if, if whatever you're doing right now is like really not working for you, that's like a decent sign that you might want to change things up. If you're feeling super overwhelmed and stressed, like, you know, maybe try to modify the system you're using um, or try something new. I think it really comes down to like, you know, like you're saying, you should, you should give things like a a good try because a lot of these things can work. Um, Everybody's different. It's just like we're saying with our our fitness and nutrition plans, like certain things are going to work better for certain people than others. It's just a matter of like really, really feeling it out. Absolutely. And, and knowing that like, if you're going to try something again, of course it's okay to try, try changing it before just like trying the same exact thing. And like, and going mm-hmm. in there, like just use it as feedback. Yeah, definitely. And one more thing I wanted to to ask you. So we, in our like coaching schedules, we, we tend to have like kind of like split shifts, like, you know, we'll coach in the morning and then in the evening, like, you know, we're, we're up early coaching and then we have to have some energy to be able to do like some PM stuff. Like, how do you manage your energy throughout the day to be able to be on for both of those times? So for me, I've noticed a lot of it comes down to my morning routine and making sure that I'm meditating every morning or else I feel like my day is out of control. And then the other thing for energy related stuff is um, this is another, I do a couple things. I make sure that like when I get home from my, from, or if I'm doing a virtual session or whatever, PM wise, I want to know that everything that I have to do for the next day even is done that day because that'll Mm -hmm. overwhelm me. And then I can't focus on my PM sessions, which isn't fair to my clients. Um, And then the other thing that's really important for me is food intake. So for me to have energy for later sessions, um, I cannot eat anything like super high glycemic in the morning. I can't do oats anymore. I used to. And then I would have that like energy crash, um, mm-hmm. bananas. Like I can't do any of that. I try to stick to a protein and a fat in the morning. And that really helps me maintain my energy for the rest of the day. I like that. Yeah. That's what would a, you say good. that you're doing to, to do the same thing, like maintain energy consistently throughout the day? Um, I, I, I'm, I keep to my meditation routine in the morning. So no matter what, even if it's like a 6am or even if I'm getting up at 4am to be in, in peak skill by six, like I make sure I'm doing at least like 10 or 15 minutes of meditation. Like that for me is like a non-negotiable at this point because 
it just feels so good. You know, even if I'm like kind of half asleep, I'm still doing it and it's like happening every day. Right. So that for me, I'm, I'm right there with you on that. And then honestly, I'm still working on this because I have not, I have not done a good job of it. Um, like schedule like basically scheduling the middle of my day because I, I find that like I will come home or be done with the morning and then just like roll right into some, um, some other type of work. And then that just sort of rolls in like, the day I definitely am not just like working all day, but I'm also not having structure in like when I'm taking breaks or when I'm like eating, like I, everything is happening a little bit haphazardly right now. And I typically fast till like 1 PM every day I've been like, and, and I used to implement like a meal that I would eat right then. I haven't been doing that. I'll just end up waiting till like two thirty three, And then I'm like, Oh, I'll have a snack. And it's just like a little bit crazy. So I know the two things I need to work on are like just scheduling. So having like, you know, maybe doing like a lunch hour or like, you know, here are my few like 20 minute breaks or here's what I'm going to, I'm going to train or like whatever, um, scheduling out that midday. And then also being a little bit more consistent with my, my nutrition, because that has affected me so much this past week. I feel like I'm adjusting to like, we implemented a new schedule. It's a little bit different than it was before. And I'm like, kind of just like rolling with the punches and not being very like <laughs> proactive about, Hey, I'm going to be starving at nine o'clock if I don't start eating, you know, like Definitely. just, yeah. And this is this, these are the same things we work on with our clients all the time. You know, it's like intuitively, I know, like intellectually, I know, but right. I'm not executing. So I, what I need to do is really start, you know, just kind of like write things down and be like, Hey, this is my plan for today. Let me give it a try see how this works. And then I'll adjust. Yeah, I like that a lot because I actually end up doing the same thing where I'll just come home and I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a little break because I for me, like you wear different hats throughout the day. So like Mm -hmm. if you're in the morning, like a morning session or sessions coaching, like I need time to decompress because it takes a lot of energy, you know, like you're Mm -hmm. outputting energy and you get a lot of energy from people, too, which is great because I love everyone that we get to work with. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like I need to like decompress, maybe like maybe I'll do a meditation there, five, 10, 15, 20 minutes, depending on how jumbled my mind might feel. Um, I might, you know, eat something, but then I don't put a time cap on that. And maybe if I did start doing that, like you're saying and say like, okay, for the hour, and then this is the first task I'm working on and going back to like how I do structure my days. Mm -hmm. Um, but giving myself that time, but putting a time on that time and not just like letting it roll into, two hours or whatever it turns into you know yeah and like for me it it almost feels like weird to schedule like rest or like play or whatever and like I really need to be doing that because I think that could be really really valuable in just like it's almost it comes back to the whole like permission thing of like and and like I don't I don't feel like overworked I don't feel burnt out but I do feel like disorganized in the middle of the day um again I like to have a little bit of flow and freedom in there but if I could just say hey from you know, between this time and this time, I'm really just going to like do my thing. Like then I don't really have to worry about, you know, then not having energy when 7 PM rolls around, you know, or being tired the next day. Yeah, for sure. It just being proactive. Yeah. And that's why like for, for me, like I need to know that I have all of my stuff done for the next day because I'm trying to wake up at 5 AM every day. Some days I'm successful, some days not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, to meditate, to do my morning routine, which also includes like a quick cold plunge to make coffee, whatever I do in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I don't have my stuff done before my night ends, like before I even go in for my night shift or whatever, then that it just totally throws me off. But I'm being proactive by getting it done the, 
earlier in the day so I don't have to do it when I come home at night. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I've also been bookending my day with meditation. So like I used to just meditate in the morning, but over the past couple of weeks, I've started to do um, a, a meditation before bed. And I find that that is just a really nice way to like start and then cap my day. Like no matter what happened in there, like, I mean, most days are pretty good. Don't get me wrong. But like, at least I just have that grounding on either end. And then I'm like waking up and going to bed feeling pretty decent. So I think yeah. that can be useful too. Definitely. Just, I think, and for it, I think just the general like overarching theme and point of that is having to wrap up your day, like not even just wrap it up, but just start and end your day with a routine that works for you, whether mm-hmm. that's like having waking up, you know, 10 minutes earlier to enjoy your cup of coffee alone without your kids or, you know, just in peace and quiet, no phone, no nothing like that's meditative and it's of, of itself or before bed, if you do, um, I don't know, like maybe a, a three bright spots, like. Joe and I will have a conversation every night before bed where we ask each other what we're grateful for, what we're proud of, and what we're looking forward to the next day. And that's really like a grounding thing. It takes five minutes. And that's for me, like my nighttime routine in in a sense, you know, like it's just how I wrap up my day now. And it doesn't have to be, I think a lot of us talk about, or at least for me, what I hear a lot of is like self-care. That's an AM routine, PM routine. It doesn't have to be this like extremely long and demanding routine it can be very simple and basic and it just helps you feel like you have control over the day when you're starting your day and when you're ending your day all right guys we are going to wrap it up for today about organization your number one tips and how you can schedule more efficiently of course remember this all comes down to you and what's going to work best for you creating solid routines that serve you and that make you feel more empowered and accomplished versus more overwhelmed. Thanks for tuning in.